back at y'all again yeah. with another spectacular show. This is the I'm Right You Wrong podcast show, and we are the hosts hitting y'all with that fire. I'm Walt. Yeah, this is Jay. And yeah, let's just get into it and um get started. Yeah, man. So um look, yeah, we, we're gonna jump right into this because um I was at work and I had a conversation um with a coworker mm-hmm. and um she was asking me some stuff about relationships, right? Right. And I'm sitting there and I was like, yo, well, you know where that comes from, right? And she's she like, nah. And as I started, it, it was one of those things. You ever had like revelation as you're talking? Yeah. And so I, as, as I was explaining certain things, other things were popping up. Other things was coming up. Mm-hmm. And so I came, that's, that's when I came to you and was like, yo, yeah, we need to talk about this. Yeah. And so what we're going to talk about is basically post-traumatic slave disorder or how how slavery still affects us today. Mm-hmm. And um, so just for a little bit of context with, with the conversation, we'll, we'll go into it. So she was asking me, a, you know, like a relationship question. Right. And so I... I I was explaining to her that the way the way we interact with each other mm-hmm. um on a relationship side goes back to slavery. Mm-hmm. And so uh let's let's start here and then we'll we'll move through the conversation, right? All right. But picture this. So she was like, you know, why, you know, why do black men or whatever have have these issues with, you know, w- w- no, she was asking like, why is the white woman a trophy? Mm-hmm. And I think we've had the conversation before, like when we was talking about the standards of beauty. Yeah, I, our last show yeah. actually it was it was that yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. Um, Great show, classic. Uh, please but, check it out. But when you when you start talking about you know why why this and why that, it all comes back to uh, to to slavery and to the mindset that was created there. I don't think we talk enough about. Uh, we talk a lot about what happened, mm-hmm. but we don't talk enough about uh, the mindset that it created. Mm-hmm. Nor do we talk about the trauma and the things that uh, the the residual effects of it. Like right. if like if we talk about the residual effects of 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 slavery, we talk about the wealth that was lost, right, mm-hmm. or the wealth that could have been accumulated but it was stolen, or you know, we talk about that. Like we don't talk about the mindset that was passed down from generation to generation, and is still with us today. And so it was, it, it, you know, um, so one example as we as we were talking about the relationships. And she was asking, you know, she was asking different questions. But one thing, like when it comes to the trophy, you have to remember that the slave man, the slave, the the the, the slave mm-hmm. was looking at the master and what he had, and everything that the slave had was being taken away from him. And so, in a way, seeing what the master had became his obsession if you will and so even today that is the obsession it's like that's the goal and what did you see the master with well you saw the master with 
his white wife, even though he was out in the slave quarters, right, raping a lot of the slave women, right. Mm-hmm. But, but it, it, in in a way, you actually hold that against your sisters, your wives, your 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 black females. You actually hold it against them. It, it's it's a very interesting thing. This this whole idea of of slavery. And while we talk about, like I said, the lynch, the lynchings and things like that, we never really, or we don't talk too much about the physical, the mental aspect of how this is still with us today. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, before before we go into it, because I know you had mentioned education, and so before we mm-hmm. before we jump into it. I want to bring up your point about education. I want to talk a little bit about um, how education plays a part in all of this. Well, from the perspective of that, when we were you, when you and I were talking earlier about this, um, to me and uh, the the PTS the slaves, that's a thing. Like we are yeah. in agreement with that for sure. Yeah, uh, generation after generation, it does affect the way we think and how we view. Uh, women and things like that. No doubt, no doubt about that. But I also think the education system, <clears throat> excuse me, plays a part in it as well because once we have been Americanized education system wise, right? And I say that to in in the sense of like in so you mean like grade school and like <clears throat> yeah, elementary, junior elementary. high, high school. Yeah, what was a constant for me was the story of slavery. Um, what was yeah. what wasn't common for me was learning about the Cleopatras. The it. So, in other words, I'll read so many different stories of how our people were brutalized and murdered and raped and disenfranchised and sold and were treated. I hear that like running water. That was the the known thing. Yeah, almost as if our history started there. There, right. Yeah, and that's and that's my point. We're not told or we're not taught. It's not in a regular curriculum. It's not in the regular books that we, the outdated books that we have. The 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 ancient Egypt years of Kemet, when there were women pharaohs and civilization functioned peacefully, yeah, well and great, and it, it, people prospered yeah. and. Everything worked just fine. There wasn't a system to where women didn't have a, a, a an opinion, or they were minimized, or they right. were uh, marginalized. They were treated differently. They right. were treated as equals. In some cases, even higher. Right. They were the head. Right. So that's not a thing in regular history here that I I'm familiar with. Right. I started getting into that and started learning about that information myself personally mm-hmm. is by me having the older guys throwing gems at me, telling me little stuff, and just me being a, a seeker in general. So I will start reading things and, and reading different books and reading the summary of the books. And I'm like, oh, this sounds kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So you do your further investigations and you find out, oh, this is actually true. And See, that kind of stuff is, it, it's not your regular history here. So it's funny to me how I could learn 
through elementary school all the way to high school, graduate high school, and I, I, I'm in school now, but I'm not sure if it's taught in school. Because um, actually, when I was taking world history, I guess the more and more you go into it in the college level, they probably dabble. But it's 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 probably censored there as well. But it, de- it depends on your focus. Like if right. you, if you are like an Africana studies major, then you somewhere, okay. Then, then you, you probably then you get, probably have a lot more of that knowledge um, right. than if you're you know a, a psych major. Right. And you so know what I mean? so for me, the educational part of it is if you grow up yeah. in America and you're African American, if you're anything other than European descent, mm-hmm. you hear oh so well and oh often how. Your ancestors were slaves. You hear it yeah. a lot. It's like in movies, right. it's in books, it's in school, it's, right. it's everywhere. Right. But you don't, like the same way you're saying is, like how you, people witness, but those, I don't know those people in particular, but the people that lived in those times where they were living with the female pharaohs, they they witnessed it. They they lived through eras and times where it was peaceful, it was prosperous, yeah. and the woman was the head. Yeah, that's not put. They don't emphasis isn't put on that. So in con, in in modern time, if you're still battling, you're going to always have that trauma from slavery. But you're also not getting educated on how great they were prior to this slave trade and their brutality and and and, and all mm-hmm. that that happened. You don't have no other information that's alluding to or telling you how great your ancestry were and and i get and i get that i now i do have an issue i I, so i hear often like people will will say it's it's i go a lot of i go often back to the pendulum and it feel and it feels like you have a lot of people who will swing the pendulum back to the other side and say that we you know you have you you have on one side where we started Slavery started it all, and that's the narrative, and that's the that's that's um, the story that comes out. But that's one side of the pendulum, mm-hmm. and so you started as slaves, but then you swing it to the other side, and then all of a sudden we all were kings and queens. We all weren't, but and see that's my thing. Like you, like like a lot of people swing the pendulum to the other side, and it's like no, no, we weren't all kings and queens. No, yeah, like. They were some kings and queens or well, pharaohs, but right. but but they were also artists. They were also it was a mixed workers. culture. They were also it was right. it was regu- it was a regular society that functioned right. under right that no it, yeah you right, I but, understand but, what you're saying but but we get this we it's like it's like can we get the truth in here somewhere <laughs> because yeah. it's like it's it, like we switch from to go from oh well well I I was a slave to no nah, I was a king and queen right. Well, your lineage might not have been right. You know your, go back to your lineage. Your lineage right. may have been a regular common. If, tra- if you could trace your lineage, right. which, we, which you know we can. That's can't. a whole right. I mean, that would be. But in reality, it's probably a way to do it. But it's it, it's hard for us to do it. We definitely couldn't trace our lineage through the people because we don't know. Right. But in reality, right. though, right, the right. average person that's here now, if you follow your lineage, you'll find that your lineage was probably tribal and. Mm-hmm. They function in the the whatever the society was. Then they hunt. Right. 
right. they loved one another. Right. They functioned. And they were and there were people who were good hunters. There were people who right. were good gardeners. There were people who Absolutely. were good in woodwork. There were people who It's were, just like, like any not, other not everybody was a pharaoh though. So, no, so for us to not. go back and, and I and I've actually heard that too. Yeah. I've heard the Oh man, you king you kings and queens. Right. But I, I do think the intention of that is to to get them to think in a different way. I, like, yes. I understand. I yes. think in my I opinion, that. I yeah. think they just say that. So, because they hear so much how they were slaves, and they hear so much how they were devalued. They hear it's like the norm. But here. but it's like it's like going from one lie to the next lie. Don't right. don't don't lie to me because I don't know if I was I don't know if my lineage were kings and queens. Right, my lineage could have been teachers. My, right, my lineage. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I don't I don't know. So don't tell me. Could have they, been a, a, a medi- uh, yeah. uh, someone who dealt with medicines right. and right. natural now, herbals. Now, they and, could have been kings and queens. Right, but. I don't know that, and you don't know that. And I, I so is it? It's, it's kind of irresponsible to to jump from. Of course, we didn't start as slavery, but it's kind of irresponsible to jump all the, all the way to we were all kings and queens. Mm-hmm. No, we weren't. And I think a lot of people say that just to to get people out of the funk of just the constant bombardment with the slave trading. Yeah, to like build up the morale to right like, to just to, get yeah. them to know or feel self worth in some sense. Yeah, to get them to yeah. like kind of look. Hey, what did that? I mean, in my mind, if I was and, to and make I a statement that. like that, I get that. But 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 I think I think a better way to do that would be to to That's deal with the truth because 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 if but I don't, shouldn't that be in in education here though? Like how it's in education that. You mean okay? So are we talking about we talking about like general Egypt education and Kemet? General education. Yes, it should be because because I mean you know we're both from DC and DC is has a lot of Egyptian um, artifacts and absolutely and, and um, uh, uh, buildings. For example, the Washington Monument is that's from, that's a straight blueprint of the straight actual from Egypt, right? Straight from Egypt, and so so. That that would be fair, but to, dude, but listen though, Jay, I remember growing up in D.C. Mm-hmm. at a certain age as a youth. Yeah, I didn't know that. I I didn't either. And it, that's not and that's my that's not taught. Yeah, yeah. These things. Yeah, that should be indicators because in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, this is a, a structural thing that was created in America. Right. You didn't know it was. I didn't know from, it was a common copy. Right. Right. Of Kemet, and I, I didn't either. See, and these are things. But that there's I, a guy. There's a guy, Anthony Browder, who does. Um, he does uh, e- Egypt in DC or D- e- Egypt on the Potomac, some, something like that. He does mm-hmm. a pro. He does a program in DC where um, he used to. I don't know if he's still doing it, but he used to do like a guided tour okay. around DC, and he oh, would he would point out all of the. Um, things that came from Egypt, Egypt and, right. and how it's funny though throughout the world though it's not just in America yeah. oh yeah no throughout no, no. the planet yes. yeah. it's a lot of structural designs that originated in Egypt because the powers that be understand where everything started from yeah of course they, absolutely they, they know that but they also and and see so they've also learned a lot about the psychology mm-hmm. of people. You know, we we talk big um, time when, when you talk about like medicine. Um, doctors do the Hippocratic oath, mm-hmm. right? And and it goes to Hippocrates, which 
it is a whole, yeah. it was, which is Greek, right? Yep. But the but the reality is all of their information <laughs> came, came from, from Egypt. Egypt. Yep. Right. And so and so you know we we like to give credit to. But look how the, far back. Look what you just said. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, look we we like to give we like to give credit to 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 a certain civilization, but they know the truth. Well, they they know, but. Right. But they're not. Willing. But you have to understand. So they know this. Yeah. How come this isn't reciprocal? Why is it this? Because a- because here's because here's the thing, right? They've learned everything. They learned they learned about the medicine, but they've also learned about the psychology of things. Mm-hmm. And Indeed. so right. And and with them understanding psychology, now they can they can bring in a new world. Where Egypt or ancient Kemet is not the, the forefront, the, the forefront. blueprint, right? Right. Now it's a new world, and if and if you want to, if you want to idolize the Greeks, who oh know, everything is attached then, to the Greeks, then, then fine. But you're not going to idolize an African country. No, you're not going to do that. Right. You're going to take it to a more European mm-hmm. place, and that way, because once you do that. It's it's psychology. It's absolutely right? psychology. And so this is where this is where I'm like, okay, we we we've missed the boat because we've we haven't had these types of conversations. Because when you start to have these type of conversations, number one, they hurt, um, and and you know they 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 just hurt because. At a certain point, the truth hurts, mm-hmm. and then, and then you may get angry, right? But you have to have these type of conversations in order to move forward. You do, you really do, right? And so, I'm with you with the education. Like education is a big part. Mm-hmm. However, even before you get to the education, things happen. They put stuff together that created this environment in which we are currently in mm-hmm. like slavery did i know we know slavery didn't stop when slavery stopped right right but we're under this impression that we are not enslaved today but we are yeah and it's not just the prison system we are currently enslaved and i i like to use the your your job as um, it's a form of slavery. It's a sl- yeah. It's I, a form I, I like to use your job as a pitcher, right? Because because you could say even if you're in the medical field, all right. Um, the 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 hospital could be the house, but whoever owns the hospital, CEO, C- president, whoever, mm-hmm. that's that's the master. And then you're gonna have workers who work the who, who oversee the you know. Stuff. And then those are your managers, your your clinical supervisors, right. those stuff, right? And then you're going to have your field workers. Right. Which those are like your nurses, your techs, right. you know, right. um, EVS, you know, the people who clean CNAs. and CNA stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then, well, then you got your product. Well, what is your product? It's not cotton anymore or tobacco. It's patience. Patience. Right. And so it's it's a mirror image. So it, it really has not changed. Nope. Um, the system has not changed. Uh, but but we really haven't talked about the psychological part of what um, slavery has done. There was um, a letter 
uh, and some people don't believe that this letter was real or not. And I don't even get into that because I don't really care uh, whether Willie Lynch was a real guy or not. Oh, the FBI. Yeah. So, yeah. Some some people say he was. Some people say he wasn't. Some you know, I don't get into that. I don't really care because here's the reality. You have to look at what was said. That, and that's my, and, that was always, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you yeah, off. Yeah, no, go But ahead. that always was my approach. I yeah. always said, who cares if he was a human being? Right. Read what it says. Right. Regardless of if it was an actual person or not, right. this letter is basically the idea, the co- what is what we're still dealing with dealing today. With. And and he says, if you do these things, you got them for hundreds of years. Like That's you the point. Got them. That's the point. And and I think he under because I want to say he may have said thousands, but uh, but definitely hundreds. The time period stamp on, I'm not sure, but it was all mapped out. Like yeah. it, it was mapped out for sure. But but I would definitely say even the letter underestimates the power that we have. Um, but. It it understands psychology to the utmost to the utmost, and so there's a lady who I have followed, and I re- I remember thinking about this years ago, and all of a sudden she popped on my my radar, um, Doctor Joy DeGruy Leary, mm-hmm. and she is amazing. She talks about the post traumatic slave disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and she talks about other things too, so I want to cue that first clip, okay? Because um, I think this this starts this starts the this starts the conversation. Um, so let let's go ahead and, and start that first clip, and then we'll come back and talk. All right. And then, of course, and this is interesting about uh, John Newton because we all know about in every the first thing you hear, John Newton. What's the next thing you hear? Amazing Grace. John Newton, Amazing Grace. Well, let's figure out what happened before he got Amazing Grace. He said slaves are lesser creatures without Christian souls and thus are not destined for the next world. Now, what becomes important about this kind, and you'll see it both in American history as well, there is this kind of dehumanization of African people. Because you've got to ask yourself this question, how do people who deem themselves superior who see themselves as the civilizers, who recognize themselves as the, what we call manifest destiny, the white man's burden of civilizing all the rest of the, the races. How do you reconcile being the superior being and engaging in barbaric behavior? What that produces is something called cognitive dissonance. How many people are familiar with that? Cognitive dissonance, it's really thinking discord. It's when you begin to feel conflict between what you believe or understand or hold to be true, and you are then faced with behaviors, either in yourself or others, that conflict with your fundamental belief. It produces cognitive dissonance. Human beings don't function well with cognitive dissonance. You Man, cognitive dissonance. You know, you go into slavery and you wonder how can you lynch somebody and you can go online and look at the pictures and see people getting lynched with families, young white kids, young, 
young white families just sitting around looking, looking like, like this is an everyday event. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, how can you, how, how can you experience that? How could you do that? Cognitive dissonance. You have to create in your mind the reality the, or, or the image that they are not human. Right. This isn't wrong. Because they're a thug. Right. You, right. It's kind of it's kind of like what we see and we still see it. And see, to this, this day. Is, this is my issue. To this day. You go, you go and you see um a Trayvon Martin. Right. And the first perch the first picture they show you is a Facebook picture where he got the where he got a gun and they say, Oh, he's a thug. He's right. a criminal. Look at him. It's still the same approach. And then it's like you dehumanize him. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, what well, do you expect? He had a hoodie. They found marijuana residue in his book bag. You got to create. You got to create the the the, the cognitive. You got to create the, 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 like she said, you look at African people as animals. They, yeah. they had to pull up an old a clip of not even the same day is what I found out, a clip of him like in a store and. Yeah, some skittles. Or, I mean, not skittles, but something with the, the yeah. Clerk. He had he had skittles, skittles. at like a, a some uh, Arizona. He had something, like Arizona something. Drink. and he got yeah. So that I'm telling you that that's she hit it oh, right on. Oh no, I think you talking about Michael Brown, not not Trayvon. Yeah, Michael Brown, where he like strong arm the store or something like in that. In my mind, right. I'm like, wow, right? They're they're digging in the crates again, right? They're trying to pull right. out all the. Interactions he had that was negative or right. anything that could paint that picture. Right. And see, and before you even know it, you sitting there like, well, dang, he shouldn't, he shouldn't, he shouldn't, right. he shouldn't. And it's like, whoa, ho, what? Ho, him taking whatever he took from the store warranted His him death. getting shot in the head. Like he was executed. Michael right. Brown was executed in the middle of a street. I stole the bag with of the, chips. With the hands up, right? I stole chips there for death. Basically. Basically. Not because you stole no, chips. But right? that's, that's but, the... but because you're an animal. Right. Because you're an animal. And see, what we don't realize is that all of this stuff comes back to a mindset. Right. We are still three-fifths of a human being in our own constitution. constitution. Right. I don't care how many amendments have been made. The reason why they won't take that out is because they want that subliminal message in there. Dude. They will never take it out. As long as America is America, it will never take it I out. I honestly didn't think it, I didn't expect for it to change. Yeah. But we did a show a while back, and I was like, oh, no one. It, it surprised, what did surprise me about that, that it hasn't been brought up. Because it can't be. That was, that was I was like, wow, because no one. That, because that's like, that's like letting the cat out of the bag. That's like, you bring that up, you go to jail. That's crazy to me. Jesse Jackson Jr., right? You, the moment you bring that up, you, you, what you're doing is you're saying, oh, I see where your trick is. And they say, nah, you can't expose this trick. This trick has to stay there. It has to stay as a subliminal message. That's why, like you said, you hate this slavery movie. My wife hates slavery movies. I can't stand them. Hates them. Because she's like, why do I have to continuously be see, reminded of this? This is, And that's what I'm saying. Well, you have to be continuously reminded of it because they oh, have I know to why. keep showing no, you. Well, that yeah, nothing, I understand right? why they do it. Yeah. 
I understand why they do it. Yeah. But they don't see. It's funny because I, I mean, I'm, I don't watch the most TV, so I don't want to put my foot in my mouth, as they say. Mm-hmm. But what I don't see is a lot of the the known knowledge of the 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 Gullah Gullah Wars and mm-hmm. where the slaves mm-hmm. killed and took. No. I don't no, see. No, you're not going to see that. Yeah, I don't see those movies. For example, you have um, Birth of a Nation that was done by uh, Parker Nate Nate Parker. Nate Parker did Birth of a Nation. Where where he is Nat Turner, okay, and Nat Turner did a revolt. You know, when when against several um, uh, plantations mm-hmm. and was recruiting people, whatever, and 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 ended up with a little little mini war. He got killed during that time, but um, it was a revolt. He created a revolt. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate Parker created that movie. It got zero publicity. As a matter of fact, they went after Nate Parker and brought up. A situation that happened when he was in high school. Wow. And try to say that same old play, right? Try to say that he raped a girl or whatever. Same old play. And it was cleared, right? Is it was obvious he did not do it. It was cleared. But the simple fact that you bring something like that up, <laughs> it distracts it distracts from, from the his movie. Work, his work, right. And the movie was great. Right. The movie was great. But you would have to search for it to find it. And if you don't know what you're searching for, how are you going to find it? Right. Right. And so you're right. They're not going to publicize that stuff. That 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 type of information, they don't want you to see because they also understand the psychological effects that could have. have right. And so they don't want that out. He mm-hmm. had he had to um uh, I want to say he got investors to put up for the movie and he either lost money or didn't make any money off of the movie. Wow. Because he had to pay all his investors back. Right. And so once he paid his investors back, he didn't make any money right. off of the movie. And so, but that's crazy. But it's like, they understand psychology. We, we, uh, even if we understand it, we haven't made the connection yet. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's several connections that we haven't made. She brings up one with the cognitive dissonance, and this is why you see like a lot of white people who, and I'm I'm just used the term white, but I'll, right, and white and people. I'll get into that in, in a minute because I do not like the terms white and black, but for people to understand, you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna use it. But um, so she gets into you know talking about cognitive dissonance and how because you you gotta ask yourself like how is it that these people are able to justify doing what they're doing mm-hmm. or, or being okay with what was done. Like how can you justify what's happening even today? Because this is not something that just happened during slavery. How can you justify the police killing these unarmed black men over and over and over? How can you justify it now? There are some white people who will sit up there and march and say, no, there's no justification for it. Right. But there's also many who fall into the psychological trap and say, well, dang, if he didn't strong arm the store. Right. Dang, if he didn't have a hoodie. Dang, if he didn't smoke weed before he If he put, didn't smoke weed. If he didn't smoke weed before his knee was on his neck. Yeah. If he wasn't if he wasn't selling uh cigarettes outside, if he if he didn't have uh if he didn't have uh, some blank CDs, you know what I'm saying? Like 
and you see these murders over and over and over and they're continuously getting justified. Mm-hmm. Well, well, if uh, George Floyd did, didn't uh, have all the, you know, drugs in the system. Right. He would like you're dehumanizing him. And I think what made George Floyd different is that this is probably the first time where it didn't really work. It didn't work. Was that cop ever sentenced? Yeah, he got like, he. well, we already know what he's going to get. But I think he, oh, man, we did a show on that. I he, know. He I just, did, it just, I, you just making me remember. Yeah. I, I, I'm in the, I want to say he got like 15 years or something like that. Mm. Maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit more, maybe 22 years, something, something, something in that range. Okay. It is it, minimal um, based on what he did. But, but that's like the first time where it didn't work. And you have to think about like psychologically, um, we I, I think we are changing, but we don't realize we don't fully understand the effects. Like to do what you did, to do to do what was done in history, and to do what is still being done, mm-hmm. you have to dehumanize um, a, a a people group, and right. it, and and it's happening in every segment of our culture it is not one-sided you go you go to play uh football right a lot of people will say the hardest position to play in sports uh some people would say is the quarterback well for years for years for many years they wouldn't allow african-americans to play quarterback you know Mm -hmm. why because we were too dumb we were considered to be too incompetent dumb right too incompetent (laughs) we were less than and so that justified only white quarterbacks who made all the the most money that was the justification but then you start seeing quarterback black quarterbacks who can do it and then it's like oh uh, uh, we can't uh, we can't use that trick no more (laughs) right we can't uh uh oh, what are we gonna do? We gotta we gotta find a new trick, but you gotta dehumanize them. Um, we're being dehumanized all across the board because even though um, um, Doctor DeGru does a great job with this with talk about post traumatic slave disorder. disorder, like she does a really really great job. But if you take her work and you match it with Dr. Cress Wilson, mm. then you then you start to see a bigger picture because we're not only being degraded, um, you know, w- with the physical attributes um, by, from cognitive dissonance, but you're also being degraded subliminally right. through the fact that you 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 play chess. I. I wanted to learn, but I never took the time. No, you got to learn how to play chess. Yeah. Uh, I know how to play chess. I'm not great at it, but I know how to play. But here's the here, here's the point. Um, on chess, you have uh, uh, a white side and a black side. You know what side always goes first? <laughs> the white. Of course. Right. Right. Because white is right. Mm-hmm. Right? And so white always goes first. But if you ever looked at and and this is why I don't like the whole white black thing, right? If you ever looked at a white person, what color are they? Like pink or 
Thank you. Like uh, not white, I pink, mean, uh, tan, tan, off white, right? But brown skin. They're like, nowhere near white. white. Yeah, nowhere near white. If you ever look at a, a so-called black, black person, person, yeah, even brown skin what, or something. What, what color are they? What color are you? I'm brown. I'm brown. I I am too. Yeah. Right. Nice. Well, nice. You got nice milk chocolate brown. You know. That 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 concept is a concept in itself, a tool. That's see, and that that's where that's I feel like that's where I feel like she didn't go deep enough mm-hmm. because that I think is the beginning of the psychological brainwashing mm-hmm. that that starts it all. Because as long as you keep that black white um, conflict, that that yeah, that, that, yeah. that standoff, they're opposing sides, right? Right. So if I'm black and you're white, we can't be one. We are polar opposites, which is a lie, but we are polar opposites. It's the same with politics. It's just yes. it's, it's been used and yeah. it's just it's just yeah. been used. And and they it's understand that. They understand that conflict helps to to con- for control. It, yep. it, because you, because now all of a sudden all you have to do is just referee one side and the, the other side and you now controlling the game. Right, you're not playing chess. You are chess. They are the pieces on the chess board, but you're the chess. You're telling this person, "All right, you can only go straight. Okay, you can only go diagonal, but you got to stay on this line. Okay, you can only like you're you're, you're making the rules. Right. Yeah, you're dictating the you, you're dictating the game itself. Exactly, and that is exact is exactly what has been happening. And that's what the Constitution is. That's the rule book, mm-hmm. which says we are three fifths. Right. Right. And so they made sure that that's in the Constitution. I will say, though, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to ask you a question in your opinion because yeah. I've been hearing it lately. Yeah. I'm not sure. I doubt if it ever happens, but yeah. um, I've been hearing a lot because I listen to uh, Sway. Mm hmm. Um, on Sirius XM and I, and I just want to know your opinion on one thing because I'm starting to hear now a lot of rumblings of hey what do you guys feel about the constitution mm-hmm. do we need an overhaul do we need to have a different do we need multiple amendments do we need to revisit right. this and right. do we need to do that right. so that's starting to be a, a, a thing where well I'm not saying all because like you said that's the taboo. That's right. the thing that you're not supposed to talk about. Right. The three fifths. Like, right. Leave that alone, or watch your demise on live TV if need right. be. Right. But for the right. ones who aren't afraid of those type of threats, you know, you always have your martyrs and right people who are willing to just go after the right the people who are burn willing it all to down. people who are yeah. willing to take the ultimate sacrifice, which is yeah, you know what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's they're they're pushing that. But in your opinion, do you think that will ever be a a, a legitimate thing in this country? Okay, so um, like they actually revisiting the constitution. So you know me, like I I like I like to answer the question. I, I'm not I'm not a beat around the bush. And when you say is that going to be a thing do in you think this country? Yeah, do you think that's going to be an actual thing that happened in in so any one time lifetime? I think that will be a thing. But you have to understand, in order to do that... That's what I'm saying. I already know where you're going, You have to destroy the country. country. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? And so, I, I, but I do think we'll get there. Yes. Okay. Now, 
the question is how bad do you destroy the country? Because the country is founded on the, the country, the the rule book, the instruction manual, right. the, if you will, is the Constitution. Once you break the Constitution and tear it up. Well, at least then, that's how they will feel, how a certain group of people will feel right. that you are ripping up the fabric. Yeah, but you're not going to rip it up without war. Well, no, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, so w- once you do that, you, we would there would be a there would be another civil war before that happens. Okay. So, could it happen? Yeah, sure. But it's going to be a bloody thing. Mm-hmm. Now, um, amending the, the Constitution, we amend the Constitution all the time. Well, the time, I mean, well, I think the Constitution has been amended like twenty seven times, something like that. Don't quote me on that, but um, look it up. Do your well, research. I mean, but it, it has been uh, amended several times. Well, I mean, changing right? to the point where the lead to where way. we're no longer yeah, three fifths, right? To where the lead way, the 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 game, and see and see. I think that would be a better way to actually go about doing it. Um, probably a more responsible way to be able to go into the Constitution and delete things, right? Um, because because you got to imagine if well, you, in my if, mind, it has to happen. Yeah, well, I mean, but but in doing it, depending on how you do it, you may be starting from scratch when you do it, and because if you just tear it up, you're starting from scratch. I don't know if there's no rule. There's, I don't know if they'll start from scratch, but the things that just clearly need to be, I mean. Clearly, certain things in the Constitution is, needs to change. I I I agree with that. I I think that um I think it would be best if we use the Constitution as a as a. Well, why can't it evolve like everything else? It I mean, can. It, and that's what I'm can. saying. Like, I'm I'm not saying you. What I mean is, why isn't this the perspective that our leaders, so to speak, because have? they kind of feel like it was. Etched in stone, if you will. That's horrible. Way and of so thinking. they don't they don't want to go back. But the reason why they don't want to go back, of course not, is because it was created Aided. in a mindset Fact, in which they we were weren't on even top. Yeah, we, we were weren't even considered. Bottom. We weren't considered at and all. And so they understand that okay, if you start to do this, get rid of this and right. this and this, then you're stripping away. I don't have a, head a certain start. mindset, right? And and I can't let you strip away that mindset. I can let you add stuff too, but I can't let you strip away that the mindset. Origi- right, the original game. Yes, because it's the mindset that everything else is built on. Right. And so it's this mindset that that gets us to where we can murder them in the street mm-hmm. and y'all still be on our side. It's this mindset. Now, if the Constitution said that we were all, all, even even the slaves, mm-hmm. then it'd be like, well, dang, no, we can't murder them in the street. Nope, can't do it. Can't do it. They're they're human just like us. But when you say, oh, well, you know, eh, I mean, that's like that's like hitting a cat. It's okay. They're like a dog. Right. Then it's Shit. like, are we the? Nah, you hit a dog now, you might do yeah. you might do three to five. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, if you hit one of them uh uh Man. What, what's them little the, the little geese that be Oh, in the, it's over. Dude, that's like five hundred dollar fine, dude. Bruh. If you hit the geese when they cross they the street. They got geese signs. Dude, five hundred dollars. Yeah. And but for you? Eh. 
Yeah. You get a, you get a Burger King. You get a trip oh, to Burger King. Get a trip and to take Burger some King. Cool pictures. <laughs> cool pictures. A photo get op. Some, get some selfies and all that stuff. Crazy. But so so look, there's a there's a lot that like even when she when she talked about cognitive dissonance, mm-hmm. how you dehumanize us, and it goes it goes even deeper, it goes even deeper, and so. There's another clip that I want to play mm-hmm. from her because, because let me lay this out real quick. Because a lot of people say, well, 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 I didn't enslave your family and I didn't do this and I didn't do that. Right. And I, you are right. I heard that a lot. But well, it does not mean that you haven't adopted the same mindset mm-hmm. that they had. And it does not mean that that trauma has not affected me. You know, there's people, dang, man, now that I'm thinking about this, I'm like, I'm, I am blessed to be at a certain age. <laughs> it is, I'm blessed it is. to be at a certain age. But, you know, there are some people who do not, who was not around l- watching 9-11. You know, they've only seen it, like, on reruns, oh, yeah. on TV. Right. Right. I watched it. Me too. Live. Me too. I remember. Like, when I cut on the TV. It was on everything. The first tower was already hit when I cut on the TV. I watched the second plane hit the tower mm-hmm. live, right? Well, I mean, on TV. I mean, I was I was. Nah, I know what you, you mean. But, um, I remember but, it too. But there's people who were not alive when that happened, and they are still feeling the effects of it. Now, there's people who weren't alive during the Holocaust, and they're still feeling the effects Mm -hmm. of it. And so when you have all these things that happens, there are traumatic events, and they happen to the people under you, generations under you. And so for you to sit up here and say um, something like, oh, well, you weren't around when 9-11 happened, so you shouldn't have no issues. You would never say that, right? Like most people would never say, "Oh, well, you weren't, you, you weren't at the Holocaust, so 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 that shouldn't have any effect on you." Mm-hmm. They would, you would never say that, right? You would say, "Oh man, I'm 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 so I I know how that your connection to that I I can see how that it would, would hurt you. Yeah, I can see how that would affect you. But mm-hmm. then when it comes to slavery, oh, that was so long ago. It's almost like get over it mentality. Get over it. Like that's that was so long ago. Yeah, that was so long ago, dude. First off, it's still happening. Right. We've already talked about the, like just the work, j- just jobs, right? Um, but you don't just get over four hundred years of enslavement. You just don't that like you don't just get over it. But you know, it's 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 to me, it only shows, in most cases, the lack of like you said, humanity, hum- humanity. Yeah. It, it, it. Well, but you're not a human, that, right? And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It only pertains to humans, right? Right. Exactly. Why have empathy or why feel some kind of way for one? My my race or whatever you want to call it we were winning and we were on top which is why you can feel empathy to the jews because they're white right right but you don't feel the empathy Same to thing. the slaves right because they're black it's it's like it's like when you have these i mean i, I you you really it's very few people that you can have open dialogue with 
Right. When it comes to certain material anyway, especially mm-hmm. when it's honest. Yeah. It's very far and few in between. And genuine feedback is what is needed. Because what I've learned throughout mm-hmm. my little time here on this planet is a lot of other groups of people are met with understanding and and and, it, and they they approach with some form of resolution and 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 they're trying to help right those group of people right but it's almost like with African descent people it's like okay we get it it was a tough time it's not here well this is not like that now and right get over it get over um it. you can get a job it's, it's right. like when it came to the drugs uh. Uh, just say no. Just say no. Uh, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. And like Any now, questions? when it's uh, a different group of people who are battling opioids, opioids and, and yeah. oh, this is the pandemic. We right. got to get this right. And right. The, the approach in general always seemed to be lacking yeah. when it comes to African people. Yes. And and it goes back to the psychological aspect of it. It's go. because the African people aren't people. Like, like you, you got to understand, like, there was a dude um, who would take women, slaves, who were not able to function properly, who was not able to do that, who they weren't able to have sex with the uh, slave owners, the masters anymore, due to... Um, Different different biological issues that females have, right? And uh, after after like giving childbirth or whatnot, they would have different things with the vaginal area that would that would cause them not, not to, to be, be able, able to, to have right. sex with with the masters. So the the slave masters would give them to this dude. Oh, dang man, I need to look his name up. Sam, um, I know what you're it's, talking it's, about. It's, too. A, it, it was is it, a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. So. And he would do surgeries on these slave women. And he would do these surgeries on these slave women without any anesthesia. He would cut them open mm-hmm. without any anesthesia. And the reason why he was able to get away with it is because he would say, well, they're black. And because they're black, they don't need. Right. They have a stronger a pain threshold so therefore it's not painful for her even though she's screaming and crying as i'm cutting her stomach open she's it's not painful for her right it's that dehumanizing and it's 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 been done it was done then and it's continuously being done and i don't even think that a lot of people even recognize when they're doing it because it's so embedded in the mindset. It is that it's like, it's like, like, like even, even when you have a kid who like, like my, my son, he's 13. He's a great athlete. Um, and it's like, Oh, okay. You get a good kid and he's a great athlete. And what do you think? Oh, wow. He should play sports. Now it sounds good, right? Oh, he's play sports. Yeah, he he does play sports. As a matter of fact, but why is that the first thing that comes to your mind? Right. You see, a, you see a big kid. And you're like, oh, oh man, oh man, he should play football. Oh man, he should be a. Re-. Why is that the first thing that comes to your mind? Oh, oh, he's six seven, man. Oh, he should play basketball. Why is that the first thing, thing that, that comes to up, your mind? Right. 
Why isn't, oh, man, you 6'7"? Oh, man, you'll be a tall accountant. Oh, right. oh man, oh, man, <laughs> shoot. Man, he's a... Uh, He's in the tenth grade, benching three hundred pounds. Oh man, man, he'd be a great engineer. Why is it that you have to go some form of entertainment, right? To some form of entertainment, some form of dehumanizing. Like you have to, and I'm not saying that sports is dehumanizing. No, no, but 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 it's like you have to go to the most barbaric thing that you could think of right. to make some money instead of saying, "Whoa, well, you could be using your brain. Right. You don't have to use your body. body right." But most people, and then when you say that, if you were to say, hey, my kid is in honors math, he could be an engineer if he wants to be. Why does he need to be a football player? Well, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, you didn't understand that your mindset mm-hmm. is still connected through that lineage. And that's your great, 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 great grandfather saying, oh, Oh, we got a, we got, we got one master. That's a, that's a big brute out there, boy. He could, he could tear up some things, boy. And it's right. like that's the same mindset. It's the same mindset. That brute could probably run your, it could probably run your organization better than you can. Right. But you don't care about that. You care about oh boy, that big brute right there. He could do, he could do some damage, boy. I, yeah, yeah, like. It's yeah, a, like it's a show. It's a psychological war, did you say, man? It's a show. So, um, Doctor Doctor Joy DeGru, she talked a, uh, about, um, and she did another. Uh, she did another thing that I want to bring up because she talked. She gave an example of how it trickles down, and mm-hmm. so I want I want to play this this second clip so you can see the example because she did did it perfectly. This is a perfect example. So go ahead, play that uh, that second clip. All right. Let's just say 2019, you have a black mother and a white mother. The sons go to school together. They find themselves at a meeting. The black mother leans over to the white mother and says, I just wanted to mention to you that I noticed that your son is really doing quite well. And the white mother's response is, oh, thank you. She begins to go on and on about he won the science fair, his uncle's an astronaut. She's just oozing. She realizes the black mother's son is actually excelling her son. And she says, well, wait a minute. Your son's the one that's really coming along. And the black mother responds, oh, my God, he's a handful. But, oh, he just works my nerves. Now, when I'm working with African-American people, it doesn't matter what the audience is. It doesn't matter what class. If I were to ask, is she very proud while she's saying those denigrating things? And everybody laughs and goes, of course, there's a secret. Because everybody black knows that even though the black mother is going, oh, my God, she's really proud. So now let's roll that scene back. 300 years and let's say this black mother is working in the fields and a white slave owner comes through and says wow that boy is really coming along what is she gonna say no he's not he's he's stupid he's he's shiftless he can't work because i don't want you to sell him so i denigrate them to protect them dude how often do we see that how how often do we see people us putting us down, us putting our kids down to save them. But the problem is, once you do that, what have you done to the kid? Mm. She goes on to say that, you know, she, she, that the, the mother is trying to save the child. Right. But 
the child is scarred by what's happening before he understands what What happened. happened. Right. Right. And so now he has to live with that scar. Mm -hmm. And whenever you live with a scar, you adjust, you, you, you move differently. You move based on the scar. Mm -hmm. Even if you later on figure out all that scar really shouldn't have been a real scar because it was, it's too late. Yeah. Right. It's too late. You already moving differently. Right. And so that's what's been happening to us over generations after generation. And she took it right back to the slate, to the, to the, uh, right back to the plantation. Right. Because that was the excuse that you would use. And so now you, you gotta, you gotta denigrate your, your child so they don't get sold. Right. Mm -hmm. And so now today you got to denigrate your child so that, so that, I mean, basically it's, 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 it's a learned behavior at this point. You ain't denigrating them to hurt them for, to hurt them. You're denigrating them because it's a learned behavior. This is the way my mom talked to me. This is the way my pops talked Talk to, to me, me. Right. and it worked for me and mm-hmm. it's going to work for you. You know what I'm saying? It's the same, it's the same thing. And, I now understand why people don't whip their kids. Like I used to be a told, I used to be, and don't get me wrong, I still whip my. Um, no, I understand if, if what you're need, saying, but I, but I already know. I know where you're going with it. Yeah, yeah. but I used I I used to be like, nah, you nah, you spare the spare the spare the rod, you spoil the child. Like you need to whoop your kids. Mm-hmm. But I understand when people say, no, nah, I'm not going to whip my kids because where does that come from? Right. Do you do you really think we were whipping our kids in ancient Egypt? No. Probably not, no, right? Yeah. Pro- we probably allowed our kids to be kids. Yeah. Right? And they adjusted to the social norms back mm-hmm. then. They had their own different forms of... So where do whippings come from? Right. You already know. Why do we even call them whippings? whippings. Right. Right? There you go. The terminology. The terminology is there. Right. They come, it comes from slavery, mm-hmm. where the master used to whip us. Right. To get... Oh, you did wrong. You did wrong. Let me show you. Right. Let me show you how you spoke. There you go. And it's like, okay, well, now we whip our kids. Mm-hmm. And some people whip their kids so that the white man don't whip them or so that the police don't whip them. Mm-hmm. And and I understand that, but what we're not understanding is where is it coming from? Huh, right. It's coming from slavery. Right. All of this stuff, like we don't we don't get the psychological aspect of how slavery has followed us into 2021 into our mindsets into our verbiage into the way we see each other the way we see the world the way it's with us as we speak right and so go ahead no i said literally the way we function the way we like just take it to the kids the way it's a form of disciplinary action with how some people discipline their child right Right, you whoop them. I mean, and the kids, they growing up, they going through the same information that you went through. Mm-hmm. They're learning about the brutality of their ancestry. So when they hear it subconsciously, come here, girl, come here, boy, I'm about to whip you. Right. They're correlating that to what? What is what is what is what 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 is that signal to them? Right. What is what right. do they get from that? Right. They could connect it to. And before they reach the age where they can understand it, 
they're already scarred by it. Right. And then since they're already scarred by it, they have developed the habits from it. So it has affected them. And we're like, well, that was so long ago. Dude. Well, like you said, so many people don't even realize how it's still thriving well. still with us today. Right. We literally watched George Floyd get lynched on the street. And we saw it on TV, on YouTube, on whatever the news. We watched it. We watched a lynching. What do you think that did to the little child who who loves police officers mm-hmm. and who's been taught that police are always right and always obey your police officers and always do this and do that. And, right. he, and the police officer is on this man's neck. What do you think in that child's brain? Now, some kids are saying F the police. See, this is right. why I don't like them. Right. There you go. Yeah. Buck, buck against authority. And then some, some kids are saying, well, Police, are we supposed to obey the police? They're always right. So that means that black man must have did he something. He did something bad. wrong. Yeah, he did something. He did something bad. Yeah. They come to that logical conclusion because, because they have to. Right. Because it's cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm. If you don't, then you have to come to draw the conclusion that you're wrong and that something's wrong about this. So you have to make it okay in your brain. Right. Oh, well. No, that man must have did something really bad because that officer would not be on his neck if he didn't do anything bad. That is that. No, that officer is on his neck because he did something bad. I have to make it make sense. Right. Even though it doesn't. You rationalize the unrational. You rationalize. (laughs) Now, seriously. Yeah. You you rationalize what can't be rational. Yeah. Literally. And we're we're doing this constantly, constantly. And so, like, just to bring it back, because I was talking to, like I said, it started with, like, relationships. Mm -hmm. And um, I want to get your viewpoint on this because um, as I was talking about the relationship, let me lay lay out the scenario and and tell me where I'm wrong. But we know I'm right, but. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, um, so... So you go back to slavery, right? Mm-hmm. And you take a man and he gets married. He wants to get married on a slate and on, on a plantation because he, he loves he loves his wife. He loves this black female and they're going to work together and they want to have kids and they want to they want to get married. And so the master says, OK, I'm going to allow you all to get married. OK, cool. Bet. All right. We get married on, on the plantation. OK. All right. Um, now that y'all married. uh I get to have her first. So the master says, I'm taking her. Ho, ho. It's not, we just, we just got, we just got married. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I get first dibs. I, I get her first and then I'll return her to you when I'm done. Right. Now, now, cause this has, this happened. Right. Oh, yeah. And so now, okay. So the wife, what's going through the wife heads? The wife says, Oh man. Okay. Um, no, this is ridiculous. No, I want to be with my husband. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, but if I, but if, but if I, if I fight, if I, if I do anything, then, then he's going to kill my husband or, or he may kill me. Right. Um, 
it's only one night out and I'll be with and baby, I'll be with you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. It's, it's only one night. So she rationalizes it in her head because she doesn't want to die. Right. So it's a, it's a survival instinct. Meanwhile, the husband, he's, he's pissed at the white master who's taking his wife for that night. Mm-hmm. But you know who he's also pissed at? His wife. You know why? Because in that scenario, he would much rather his wife fight and die then, then give herself up because mm-hmm. his his feeling is that you but you you just, you went without a fight mm-hmm. you you just you just gave in to him without a fight okay so the white man takes her right and so has her whatever he returns uh returns her she goes to her husband, and her husband is disgusted with her. Disgusted with her. He'll have sex with her. He'll have her. But he's disgusted with her because she allowed herself to be used by the master. Now, she did it to protect them, Mm -hmm. but he hates her. He hates the master too, but he hates her. Right. So, his eyes starts to go to how can I get this person? How can I get this master back? He took my woman. I'll take his. Now, can he really take the wife? Maybe, you know, the wife was out there. Getting, nah, they definitely, they definitely with the slaves too. Absolutely. I was about to say that they definitely right? wanted. But the difference was. If you get it in with the wife and the master found out, oh, it's over. You get lynched. It's over, right? If the wife found out that you just had the master's baby, well, you know, hey, she didn't have that much power. Now, in some cases, she could get you out of there, but most cases, Case, she right. didn't have enough power, power to do that. If right. the master wanted you, then you you good. You good. Yeah, right? he'll, he'll get over. But look at the look at the effects mm-hmm. of the black relationship Mm -hmm. that just happened Mm -hmm. now i hate my black wife because she was taken but in my mind she wasn't taken she she gave herself to him without a fight Mm -hmm. i'm not even thinking the fact that yeah she could have been killed i could have been killed right i'm thinking shoot i would have rather gave i would have rather fought than yeah dab you have to right and now i'm looking to the white female because that's the master's wife. And that's my prize. That's my True. trophy. Right. So if I'm going to get him back, I'm going to take his trophy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take her. Now, fast forward hundreds of years. Look at our black couples. Look at our black males and black females. Look at how we treat each other. We are in a constant battle where a lot of black men hate their black wives and hate their black female counterparts. Not because they did necessarily anything, Mm -hmm. but, but some, there's just like some inherent hatred 
there. And so when their father cheats on them and then mom divorces the father, then the child says, see, ma, see, ma, you ain't loyal. It's a loyalty thing. It's like back in slavery, you wasn't, it's not that you gave yourself to him. Right. You weren't loyal to me. You weren't loyal to me. And so now, oh, yeah, yeah, he cheated, but you weren't loyal to him. And we have this tumultuous relationship between the black man and the black female because it goes right back to slavery that we've, we've kept that with us. We've never dressed it. We've never dealt with it, but we've kept it with us. And so since we've kept it with us, we continue the same patterns. That's why infidelity is widespread in our community. Well, it's widespread in probably all. It is in all. But, um, but definitely in our communities, Mm -hmm. right? It's widespread. We're cheating left and right. And the men and the women will forgive the man sometimes they will they are more willing to forgive the man for cheating than what if a woman cheats on a man yeah it's a done it's done deal yes it does he's done mm-hmm. why why doesn't he forgive her like she forgives him good question because she's cheating with the master it it goes it goes back this has been happening for centuries right and we take it to this one relationship and deal with this one thing and we don't realize dude this is a generational thing that's why a lot of black households are growing a lot of black kids are growing up without the man in the household this stuff has been happening for generations and there was a time where it felt like we could have been breaking through. We could have been, we could have been making some strides, and then we were, and then they they hit us with a. Then, <laughs> it's other yeah, variables yeah. that came into play with that. Yes. Yep. But they under but they understand absolutely that, they do that. There's a psychological effect. It, it goes down to the mindset, and they understand that if I could, if if, if I could, um. Even if you're making strides in the right direction, mm-hmm. if I could reignite the mindset and take you right back there, then I got you. I yeah. got you again. More, I got you again. Tomorrow and uh, dysfunction yeah. for many, many years to come. Right? Many, hopefully, many more centuries. All I got to do is all I got to do is remind you of the trauma. Right. That's all I got to do. If I remind you of the trauma, you're right back there. Now you're getting to a place to where you're away from the trauma. Let me remind you of the trauma. Let me remind you of it. And as I remind you of the trauma, oh, you're doing the exact same thing. You're going to act, act in the exact same way because you don't know any different. Your grandparents didn't know any different. Your great-grandparents didn't know any different. That's why they never made it. You know what I'm saying? So these behaviors continue, and we wonder why we're doing the same thing, and we're effect, we're, we're dealing with the what we're doing, but we're never dealing with the mindset which comes in my head comes from slavery. So I ask you like where, where in that relationship part am, 
do, am I going wrong? Where, where, like, does that make sense? It makes sense to me, but I already know what others may think. Okay. Other, it, it makes sense to me, the analogy that you use and how you correlated it. Yeah. But for the, for the people that's tuning in for their sake, they're going to say things like, well, I'm in a, a healthy African-American relationship, been that way for yeah. many, many years. Yeah. And this, we have to understand that he, he Jay not saying it for everybody. He's right. just saying right. it for those relationship that functions in that way, that, 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 that people who may not be aware of the trauma and the psychological trauma that you have and why you're acting this way or why do you, why are your viewpoints are the way that they are. Right. It's because it's what we're talking about. It's the trauma through slavery and Mm -hmm. how it perpetuates itself generation after generation after generation. And you're not, you're not even, Cognitive, you don't even you're not even paying any attention. It's, it's just like in your mind, and the average person's man that that B is crazy or that B ain't right. this or she right. that B don't act right. Right, you're just saying these things, but you're not really sitting back and digesting and trying to really understand why am I making these statements? Why am I viewing all right. these women? Why am I saying these bees ain't this or these bees ain't that? Why why is that my mindset? Right, why am I thinking that way? Right. Why don't I only feel great when I have a different woman on my arm? Why do I do mm. things that way? Why why mm-hmm. why do I treat certain women better than I treat other women? Why do mm-hmm. I see all these variables and all these things and that mentality stems from what though? Right. So that's a legitimate thing in my right. opinion. Right. But I would just for the people who think we're not talking about every African American relationship. No. We're just speaking on the ones that function. But the ones, the ones that, the ones that don't, what they've done. Like I, I'm I, look. I'm married to an African American female, right? Like, and we don't have these issues. But it's because we've been able to communicate. Mm-hmm. We've been able to deal with these issues on a on on a, and and don't get me wrong. It's not that we don't have any issues. Oh, absolutely, everyone right? does. It is, but 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 we are self aware enough, right? To 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 be able to ask questions mm-hmm. when when I do stuff, and we sit down and we talk, and it's like, yo, what happened? Okay, where, where did yeah, that come happened? from? Right, right, exactly. Okay, like 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 my wife, my wife, like I know you, and. Where did that come from? Mm-hmm. And I and I had to say, oh yeah, shoot, I you know, I don't know. Or yo, okay, you know what? Yeah, you're right. That that needs to boom, boom, boom. And so it, it it's not that we. But gotta, see, everyone's mentality isn't that right. Right. In reality, is when you have an argument and you're in a relationship. A lot of people say, man, that'd be crazy. Right. I'm about to go holler. Right. Right. And then you wonder why the why the dudes don't talk because the dude is trained not to talk. Right. You got to understand, like, back in slavery, dude, if you talked, you would get, why you don't show no emotions? Because if you're getting whipped, the, their goal is to make you cry. Right. Their goal is to break you down. So you acted strong. Mm-hmm. You say, yeah, I'm going to take these whips without a, without a tear. Without nothing. And he will, and he will kill you without you crying. And and now you wonder today why hundreds of years later men don't cry and men tell boys not to cry. Men tell boys not to do these things. It's because I, I grew up in that environment. 
It's because <laughs> it's been passed down. It's a gener it's a, it's it's a trait that's been passed down from slavery. And so this stuff still affects us. Why we can't talk? Because you couldn't talk on the plantation. You would be criticized, you would be ridiculed for mm-hmm. for talking. Right? And so why why we don't read? Because you couldn't read on the plantation. Right? right? Now, I know. Oh, that's a poor excuse. No. It's not a poor excuse. It's something that we need to talk about so that we need so we can get past it. Mm-hmm. So we can beat it. So we could read. So we can talk. So we can be stronger and more vocal and things like that. Mm-hmm. But understand that we're, we didn't wake up this way. Right. Things happen. That People were traumatized. Right. And the trauma has lived on through generations and generations and generations. And it's still happening today. And it's being reconfirmed on every day on news report, right. on every cop killing, on every, you know, like in the schools. It, it it's it's being reconfirmed. And so when when we talk about like the issues that we're having. And why we can't get right. Dude, we were conditioned this way. We were trained to be this way. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess the question is, do we want to remain this way? Because the beautiful thing is, we have a choice. We have a choice now. There was a time where I would say, you really didn't have much of a choice. Right. Um. You know, I, I was talking to somebody and I was like, uh, you know, talking about like the hood. And so I made this statement, you know, you've heard the statement before. You could take the you could take the uh, boy out, out the, the hood, hood but you can't take the hood out of the man. Right. So I get that. But today, guess what you could do? Today, you can learn different things. You got a computer on your hip. You got you, you could read books that you never even knew existed. As a matter of fact, you can go on YouTube and listen to books for free. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And so you can give yourself a new exposure to things if you want Want to. Yeah, you got to want it. Yeah. And so the good thing about today and and this time is that if you want to make a change, if you want to do something different, be something different. You can. Like, time is prime for it. You could be whatever you want to be. Um, shoot, we had a black president. We had an African-American president. Barack Hussein Obama. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you can do what you want to do today. Not that it doesn't affect you, because it still does. But you you can choose to make different... I chose, and me and my wife was on the same page, like, we've chose to... Break that mold, right? Break the chain. Break that mold of uh, dysfunction. Yes. Yes. So that we are the first of a healthy, strong generations of generations of generations of generations of, of strong men, women, you know, kids who who understand who they are mm-hmm. and is not bound by 
the effects of slavery. Not to say that none of that will ever creep through, but they'll be stronger. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we we have consciously chose to be that. And that's always been our mission. Like even when we when we got married, when we first got together, it was like we we're we're gonna break chains. Like we're the chain we're the chain breakers. You know, uh, she grew up without her father. I grew up without my biological father. So it was like, all right, boom, right there, change. My kids is gonna know their father. Mm-hmm. Not only know them, they're gonna live with them. They are, the father's gonna be there. There you go. Right. So it breaks the chain. So. So, you know, it's the same for me and uh, my wife and I, man. I, we had shows in the past where we talked about this and I grew up with my grandparents and I never saw the function of a household with my biological mm-hmm. parents, like mm-hmm. my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw a functional household, but they were my grandparents. Yeah. But then in itself, it made me come to the realization if I'm ever fortunate enough to have a child, my child is going to grow up in a household where he sees a healthy Beautiful relationship. Yeah. He might turn on the TV and see some foolishness mm-hmm. or he may hear people talk about this or listen to music or whatever. Mm-hmm. But his life, my goal, I'll go, <clears throat> I'll go is for him to grow up and witness personally, regardless of what he saw on TV, mm-hmm. regardless of what they tell him or whatever society influenced him a way to believe. He's going to say, oh, well, uh, I don't know that life. I grew up, my pops loved the hell out of me. Moms loved the hell <laughs> right, out of me. Right. I don't know about that life. Right. They loved me. Right. So that's the mold that we uh, also are, we said that we, we ain't on that wave. We on that, we on that healthy wave. We on yeah. that. <laughs> African-American household can be great too and function and everything yes. prosper. And yes. it's not this dude that's a whore or mom is a whore or selling dope or whatever the case may be. Right. They're both productive in society, and the kid is awesome. Like right. that happens too, right? <laughs> so right, right. <laughs> that's what we wanted uh, set out to do as well. Yeah, yeah, and it and it and it can be right, but it has to be in it has to be intentional because um, for for us it that hasn't been like the norm, and yeah. so until it's the norm. It has to be like, like it's almost like a habit in order to break a habit. Like you have to be conscious of breaking that habit. You can't, you're not just going to break the habit because the moment you're not thinking about it, you're going to go right back to that habit. And so the thing is like, you have to make a conscious decision now in in a few generations, it'll be just habit. Right. But right now we have to make the conscious decision. Dude, my kids better not even think about getting a girl pregnant and not being a father. Like that, that, That's a that, that should not even cross your mind. Mm-hmm. And because it's going to stop here, here, this is it's done. So anybody after us, our kids, nah, and I got all boys. So yeah, you're going to be the father is period. End of story makes, make smart decisions. You know, oh, what if he get a girl? Nah, we already talking about all that. Mm-hmm. We, 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 you know, so you're gonna make smart decisions. But when you make that decision, understand you are gonna have to live with that. You living with that? Absolutely. 
you living with that. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't doing the whole, yeah. This nah. ain't no one link chain. <laughs> nah. nah, nah. This, this, this chain is going to be several links deep. Like, Absolutely. we're going deep. So, we're creating a whole new, whole new pattern. But I'm also consciously aware that slavery has, uh, has, has an effect on all of us. Mm-hmm. All of us, most black definitely. and white, most definitely black and white, and so we just need to be mindful of that. I think that this is like um, something that we probably need to revisit a few times um, because, and with different people. Oh yeah, with blacks and whites, and we need to bring some guests on and 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 have this conversation again because. I think again, it, this runs deep. I think I got, some, I got uh, something in the oven for our. We're gonna have a re. I'm working on getting us a few guests on the um the standard of beauty. Uh huh. You know, we both that was a phenomenal show. Yeah. Check us out. We played that. Uh, Which goes there too. That, it goes yeah. there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm working on getting a multicultural cast. Okay. okay. In that. Okay. Um. So I'm I'm working on that and that, that's going to happen, and I'm also yeah. trying to get that popping with this subject as well because it it yeah. it'll be super super dope to uh um hear everybody's opinions and perspectives and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's coming, y'all. Y'all check that out, and uh, we hope y'all enjoyed the show, man. It was it was a great show, and we on all streaming platforms. Continue to check us out, the I'm Right You Wrong podcast show. And we appreciate the love and support. And we're going to catch y'all again next Next week. week. Peace. Peace. To the loo.